away, take it away, feeling too good to me. Chilling all day, all in your space is where I wanna be. Here in this room, what did you do? I just can't get enough. Too caught up in your love. I've been trying to forget, but you won't let me. Something in my brain wants you. First of all, listen, uh, it's interesting about all these young guys today. They never call on us and say, hey, thanks for the kind word and tell me how great a player I am. But when they play like crap and we call them out, they, we don't know what we're talking about. Listen, I'm easy to find. This is what's great about sports. This is what the greatest thing about sports is. You play to win the game. Hello? You play to win the game. You don't play to just play it. That's the great thing about sports. You play to win. And I don't care if you don't have any wins. You go play to win. When you start telling me it doesn't matter, then retire. Get out. Because it matters. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It is your host, Nathan Stella, Big Nate Sports Talk Podcast. Good evening. Hope you're all having a great Saturday so far. Hope you're all staying safe. This is episode eight, season 11 of Big Nate Sports Talk Podcast. This episode is being recorded. It'll be going up tomorrow. Um, before we get into the video, there's a few things I'd like to say up front. Excuse me. Um, I do apologize if I did not get the Maryland versus, Maryland versus the Purdue Boilermakers preview, college football preview out. Um, I will have a recap of that tomorrow evening live, um, as well as Michigan State. So I'll be tuning in for that. Um, the Baltimore Ravens have the Sunday night game, so I will go live before the game with that. Um, the Watch the Commanders preview will also be re-recorded after I'm finished with this. So both episodes will be up before the games in the morning. So um, I do appreciate the support that had me getting on the channel. Ladies and gentlemen, please like, comment, subscribe. Um, Again, great content, great sports content. We got a lot of stuff coming down the pipe. Basketball is upon us soon, so be tuned in for that. Um, but we all know why you're here. As you've seen the title of the video, this is painfully part one of a preview: the Baltimore Ravens versus the Cincinnati Bengals. I think this is a a a morale much needed win for the Baltimore Ravens uh, coming into this game. The Ravens are ranked 12th again in offense, but ranked 30th and as a defense. Cincinnati comes in this game the 16th best offense in the top 11 defense. Um, when I look at the Ravens, start with them. They're averaging about 30 points per game. 
let's give Greg Roman his flowers. Uh, he has put together an offense that's keeping most defenses on their toes balanced with a mix of running and passing situations. The last two weeks, last couple games, however, they just disappear in the second half. They collapse. Um, to watch the same offense in the second half of the of that game against Buffalo to be held to zero points, that was disgusting. What the hell was that? I'm, I'm, I'm pissed off. Get it together. Y'all look like trash. And then when I look at the Ravens, you know, I'm looking at Lamar Jackson. I think who, again, he's in my top three MVP uh, candidates this year. Um, he, he I, is putting this team on his back. And I, I need some others to step it up. You know, uh, Devin DuVernay, he's been having a good start so far. He's been a spark. This not, on the special te- not just at, on special teams, but wide receiver as well. Uh, Rashard Bateman, who will not be playing in this game, just really has been struggling uh, the past two games, and he won't be all, and he will not be playing because of a foot injury. And Mark Andrews was just taken out the game because Buffalo. I mean, they just took him out the game with just double coverage of him. And with the return of last week of J.K. Dobbins, who's now who's good to go because he had a, a chest injury, he should be good to go. Gus Edwards, uh, he's still not really ready yet. So it'll be at least a week or two. J.K. Dobbins, I'm not J.K. Justice Hill. I'm sorry. Um, he's dealing with a hamstring injury, um, so he's out. So again, your 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 options are now behind J.K. is Mike Davis and Kenyon Drake. Now, when you look at that offensive line, Ronnie Stanley is scheduled to make his first start. Uh, since last year, since he had, since he suffered that ankle injury, you know, Cincinnati is solid against the run. I think they're ranked fourth. If I'm saying that's that correct. I think they average about, I want to say they allow about eight, a little under 90 yards per game. Uh, I'm curious to see what the approach is on the offensive side of the ball. I think you need to keep it, keep, keep Cincinnati guessing i think you need to mix it up um i think that's going to be the key is can our running game get going you know we, when lamar jackson is not the one that's the one that's the run running the ball uh, like other than justice hill who what who had 125 yards on 19 carries jk Dimes has come off his injury i mean but he's Mike Davis and Kenyon Drake, they, they are the two most disappointing signings so far. I, I'm giving J.K. Dobbins a pass because he's, he's coming off that injury. Because because between the three of them, they're averaging about two and a half yards per carry. That's down from last year was well over four, 4.6 last season. That can't happen. Um, I, I just – I think you need to keep the running game – consistent but the offense has to really really get going now when i look at cincinnati side of the ball um a couple things that stand out to me um cincinnati they, they've kind of started to 
pick it up. So it's their big win against the Dolphins, but let's let's keep it real. Um, that was really an ugly win because uh, Tua went down with that head with with that concussion, and um, now you have ten days. Get a nice ten day ten day rest. Um, they they had a come uh, three hundred and seventy one total yards. Joe Burrow, if I remember correctly, was twenty one of thirty one in that game. Two touchdowns. I believe Joe Mixon had a touchdown. Um, their defense, even though gave up almost four hundred yards, and um, didn't really do a good job can, containing uh, Teddy Bridgewater, who had I think one touchdown, almost two hundred yards. Um, I, I think. To me, I think to beat Cincinnati, I, I thought Miami's zone defense it was the key. Joe Burrow, he likes to throw the ball along the sidelines, particularly the, the long throws. And I think what you have to do is that's really his, his bread and butter. I think if you take that away from him, because you got T. Higgins and Jamar Chase, um, you have to take the sidelines away from him and make him throw to the flats or the middle. I think that's the key to beating Cincinnati. Um, and with a secondary that's already Marcus Peters is out with a quadcep injury, so it's Marlon Humphrey and friends, uh, Jalen Armour Davis, uh, Brandon Stevens. Uh, Mario Williams, uh, they just got up. They brought up. They caught up early. Um, I like. I would like to really see Kyle Hamilton out there. I would like to see. I would like to see that. I want. I would like to see Kyle Hamilton out there a little bit more. Uh, I, I, I as much as I like Chuck Clark, I, I think we need to take the play calling away from him a little bit. I would give it to more of Marlon Humphrey. I, I just feel like he. I think he should be the guy calling the plays. That's that's just my personal opinion. And also, too, um, they are not as off. I think the, another weakness on Cincinnati's side of the ball is their offensive line. I, I would think with the, with the moves that they made to improve the offensive line, because I've been very staunch on it, I, I, I still think Panay Sewell should have been drafted before Jamar Chase. That's just my opinion. I'm sticking with that. Uh, because I'm all I'm all about protecting your quarterback, and they've allowed 16 sacks. I think they're third in the league at the at the time at this time, and compared to where Baltimore's only allowed eight sacks um, against Miami, they only allowed one sack, uh, which has been pretty good. So I'm going to see how that pass rush that does not have Justin Houston again, uh, but that is okay. <laughs> As I am looking at this injury report, because we have. Uh, Rashard Bateman's out with a foot injury. Ben Cleveland is out with a foot injury. Uh, Justice Houston's out with a groin injury. Uh, and Marcus Peters is questionable, but most likely I doubt will play because it was quad. Um, and looking at the offense, uh, Josh Bynes is also good to go. With a, uh, he was dealing with a hip injury. And Macari is good to go. Ronnie Stanley will play. So, and looking at the side for Cincinnati, uh, they had T. Higgins, questionable. Uh, Devin Asalasi, questionable with ankle injury. Hayden Hurst with a groin injury, questionable. Evan McPherson and Jermaine Pratt. Evan McPherson with a groin injury and Jermaine Pratt with a knee injury. They participated. And 
practice. So I think a couple things. I would like to see what kind of Joe Burrow we're going to see tomorrow t- tomorrow night because um, he's taking thir- like I said he's taking thirteen seconds on four picks and he I think fumbled the ball three three times in those two games to open the season um, and he's kind of taken I've seen some improvement so I'm kind of curious to see will our pass rush show up uh, I I just think. This the, the, our defense. I really need. I, I need them to really have a good game. Don't bend, don't break. Um, the running game. I like to see how the running game for both sides go. Uh, for some odd reason, Cincinnati's running game has been really not that strong as I thought it would be. Um, I think they're almost like twenty third, twenty fourth. Um, even though Baltimore is. Uh, I'm sorry. I, even though. I'm thinking, I'm sorry, Baltimore is not that good against the run um, because Cincinnati's been now throwing the ball more. Uh, I'm curious to see what you're going to see with that. And then also, too, our protection against Lamar Jackson, uh, protecting Lamar. Um, what we're going to see, I have no idea. Uh, I I think you have an evenly matched, an evenly matched opponent, po- opponents, uh, again, this is a home game, and I, I'm hoping that I see something, some type of improvement. Um, I cannot see – you're already coming into this game. You're 0-5 at home. If Baltimore loses – from a morale standpoint, now guys are going to start thinking in their heads like, damn, like, can we even do this? And I'm, this is where I'm looking for somebody to take leadership and saying, I can get you guys here. Let's be, this is how, this is how we're going to go about it. Uh, I, I, I'm just, this to, this to me feels like a must win game because I mean, you're five. You're two and two, um, and whoever wins this game, we can share first place in the division. Cincinnati's already coming into this game because the last last year they kicked our ass, and I, I think Baltimore's. I just I just see Baltimore coming out aggressive, which leads me to say. The Baltimore Ravens will beat the Cincinnati Bengals on a late touchdown drive, 27-21. Guaranteed! I'm going into this game with low expectations, but I, I think I feel like they've figured it out. I think they now they know what they have to do. They just have to finish games and close out games properly, and they got to really. I think that's I think that's the key. The last few, they just they've got to finish and they got to close out games. I did. I think the Ravens are going to surprise some people tomorrow night. I think they can do it. Because um, when I look at this team, they're mired with injuries, and again, I, I'm just really disappointed to see 
the investments are off to a slow start. But I think the Ravens will beat the Bengals. I, I do. I can see that happening. Um, but I think it's going to be a good game. The game comes on tomorrow, Sunday Night Football. Uh, also, too, we'll be on 98 Rock and WBL, uh, 820. Uh, so that means we get to see the lovely Marie Taylor and the coach, Coach uh, Tony Dungy and the crew. Uh, we get to have Al, is it Al Michaels? No, Chris Collinsworth uh, call us. So um, ironically, really quick, we still lead the all-time series against Cincinnati. I think we're 27 and 25. Um, and we're 17 and nine at home. Uh, but ever since with Harbaugh, we're exactly 500 uh, because we swept Cincinnati 19 and 20, and they got us last year. So should be a good match. Should be a good game. I'm looking forward to that. But uh, let us transition, ladies and gentlemen, into our excuse me final. Message of the evening. Incoming message. Yeah, buddy. That's Sean Spencer. Say shout to Sean Spencer. Um, final message. Uh, we're almost getting close to the end of the year. I can't believe that. I really can't. Um, 2022 is almost over. The 2023 will be upon us. Um, as the year is coming to an end, I feel like it's time to reflect on some of the positives that uh, have been showered upon us as individuals and how to take those positives to make them be even more positive for 2023. Uh, I feel like every year we give out these uh like New Year resolutions and people say, oh, you're not going to do it, you're not going to do it. I think the biggest thing is if you start with the smaller goals, start small. The small goals will always have a bigger impact than the larger goals. And I think that's actually our focus. Focus on the smaller, on the small goals to make the bigger goals. To be, to focus on the smaller goals first before you work on the big ones. Um, I think if we do those things, we will see more of a better outcome. So, that's what I wanted to say. That was my final message. But ladies and gentlemen, be tuned in for future episodes. I really do truly appreciate the support that I have been getting on the channel. Um, please like, comment, subscribe, share the podcast. I will have those other episodes uploaded. I promise. Um, it's just been crazy with school and work. So I do apologize upon that. Um, also, too, um, got some other videos coming down the pipe, so be tuned in for those. But um, for now... Uh, you see the Washington Commanders uh, versus the Tennessee Titans preview. That'll be up. And uh, the live reaction with the Maryland Terrapins versus the Purdue Boilermakers. That'll be up tomorrow. So I'm going to enjoy the rest of my Saturday evening. We'll watch this Alabama-Texas A&M game. And uh, I will catch you guys on the flip side. Y'all have a good night. Peace. Stay up. Uh, but I get sick of these guys complaining. Uh, these you, young guys, they never call us and say, when a coach is wrong, I'm going to call him out. But when players are wrong, I'm going to call them out. And for the kind words. But listen, I'm going to criticize guys that they deserve it. And listen, they can kiss my ass if they don't like it. 
Thank you for tuning in to Big Nate Sports Talk. If you enjoyed that episode and you want to see more content, be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Bring your sports game on Big Nate Sports Talk. Have you ever felt? Are you listening? Damn.